is going on, everybody? Welcome to episode number two of the Culture Shock Podcast. My name is Tyler Grant. Sitting across the table from me is... Cody Hager. What's up, man? What's up, Tyler? We've had some problems getting here so far, oh, guys. Our, our recording equipment has just been uh, going bad on us. So hopefully that this will record and we'll get an episode out to you. But we're at week two. Week two. Yeah. Right after week one. It really is. But it's insane. Yeah. yeah. That we're this far already, which isn't really far. But Haven't messed up yet. Well, we probably have. Yeah, we've messed up a lot so yeah. far. Uh, if somebody went back and fact-checked episode one, I'm, I'm sorry for the time that you <laughs> wasted on that. Um, yeah, no but yes, we're diving into week two today. And Cody, yeah. what are we talking about? Today, we are, drumroll, 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 ranking all of the Marvel Cinematic Movies up to this point. Spider-Man 3. Spider-Man 3. Fantastic Four 2. Fantastic Four 2. Uh, we can keep going back. Howard the Duck. 1986 is when it came out. 1986. I was not even born. I know, and I'm glad because that yeah. was not a movie that we really wanted to watch. But it is in my top five. So Same. Um, but yeah, we are going through our MCU rankings today. And I promise that all of our episodes aren't going to be just solely Marvel. But it's just what is hot now. With Endgame right around the corner, we have to be talking about Marvel. Mm. We have to be talking about an MCU we're ranking them. We're ranking them. It's like ranking our kids is what I said to Elizabeth, my wife. But she said, Tyler, we have one kid. <laughs> He's number one. So it's easy on that. But these <laughs> movies, man, they're they're near and dear to my heart. They're, they are dear and near. Most of them. Yeah. Well, yeah. We'll get to that <laughs> in just a second. Um, let's get to it now, actually. Why waste time? Hey, let's, why let's waste get time? Let's get to it. Life is short. Life is short. Let's get to it. So there are 21 movies in the MCU right now, right before we get to Endgame. And we're going to go and we're going to share our list separately. So, Cody, get us started off. What is your 21? My number 21. Okay, so once again, I want to reiterate, this was based on my personal enjoyment of said movies, but also what I thought about them as far as, you know, like, just if they're good movies, like when you know, how was the plot, acting, cinematography, etc. So, number 21 on my list, and I'll explain my reasoning why, but number 21 on my list is Thor. I really want to hear the reasoning why it's the, the worst one. And I hate this because in my mind, there are like categories of like, you know, like the, these movies were all pretty good, these movies were all okay, and this is just in that last category of these were all not that great, and there were parts of some other ones ahead of it that I really liked. And Thor, just I guess the first time I watched it, I thought it was so corny. I couldn't get over it of just like the weird corniness, weird pacing, weird music. And I mean, it was just not a good movie for me. When was the last time you watched Thor? It actually wasn't that long ago. Really? I don't want to say it was like eight months ago because I was curious. I was like, because I, I always thought Thor was like the worst Marvel movie. So I went back and I was like, let me watch it again, see if I can find some redeeming qualities in it. Nah. None. Nah. It's just, been a few years nah. since I've seen it, and I didn't love it. I mean, this was before Chris Hemsworth really like knew what he wanted to do with the character of Thor. It's like, am I going to be really serious with it and be all like godlike, or what am I going to do with it? It was just, it was, it was a fish out of water movie that was just interesting to me. It wasn't my number 21. My number 21 actually is The Incredible Hulk. Only because I actually haven't seen it. Because I never really consider it to be a part of the MCU. Why are you even talking to me now? I, I know, you know. I know. Why are you ranking? Huh? I know it's ridiculous. Jeez. And I know it probably won't be much higher for you. But <laughs> I just haven't seen it. And, I mean, this was before um, Mark Ruffalo was even cast as the Hulk. This yeah, was Edward, Edward Norton. Norton. Yeah. So I just never really cared to see it. So that's why it's the last on the list for me. And that's the easy reasoning behind it. Well, see, so Incredible Hulk is actually 20th for me. Okay, so it's yeah. down there. It is down there. But it, it edged out Thor just because I gave it kind of a break. It was Iron Man. And then it seemed like right after that was Incredible Hulk when it came out. Did What came out first? It was Iron Man. Iron Man did come yeah. out very first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't know the dates on all this, but it was but 08. Yeah, yeah, 08, both of them. 08 for both of them. And then Incredible Hulk was later that year. Okay. Um, but Incredible Hulk, like I said, is one of the very first, like it was the second one. So you kind of give it more of a break. And it is a standalone story for the most part. There's a post-credit scene in it. Tony Stark makes an appearance, um, if I remember correctly. But that one, it actually had like a decent ish kind of story animation was the bad guy abomination right? yeah. yeah the fight scene was pretty cool okay. like the animation was was pretty decent too i mean edward norton is is a good actor too 
it just didn't, it wasn't a big part of the overall Marvel Cinematic. If they would have given that, mo- or that movie another year, who knows what it could have been. Um, it's definitely well on the list, though. Or if they would have done an Incredible Hulk movie a few years into the MCU, yeah. I think it would have been a little bit more well-received instead of starting yeah. with it, people not really knowing what it was going to mean for the MCU. Yeah, it could have been one right before Avengers. I think it would have really fed into it because they did like almost a reset with Hulk, Mm -hmm. you know, with Mark Ruffalo. Anyway. Because the the beginning of Avengers, you kind of get that, like what is going on with Hulk whenever Bruce Banner is going around that little city and uh, little slum city. Do you remember that part? Yeah, they were in South America and yeah. yeah, Um, But yeah, moving on, uh, my number 20, this is going to take forever to get through. (laughs) Ah, no, we're good. (laughs) My number 20 is actually Thor the Dark World. Yep. I, I thought Thor is just a little bit better. Thor the Dark World didn't have a lot of redeeming qualities to me at all. I didn't think Malekith was a really good uh, villain. Dark Elves didn't really love that whole uh, thing behind it. The only the only redeeming quality about this movie was that Aether was introduced and um, it was Infinity Stones coming in and that um, light. But the movie as a whole, I just I didn't love it. I really didn't. It was actually the first MCU movie that Elizabeth and I went to go see in the theaters. Aww. So I enjoyed it for that, but that's about it. <laughs> not, not a lot more behind it. Well, to keep it right, moving along, number 19, Thor Dark World for there me. We go. We're right yeah, there. like it. I'm surprised you even remember the name of the villain because thinking back on that movie, I'm like, I remember Jane was there. And, and they had the Thor different like dimensions coming together into yeah, one. And I don't the, remember much more than there that. There's not a lot to remember about that movie, yeah. honestly. Okay. Um, so moving on from that really quick is um, Iron Man 2. And Iron Man 2 and Iron Man 3 were kind of hard for me to rank. I don't really remember much about what was going on with them besides the fact that I wanted to see Iron Man 2 in theaters when it first came out. But my friends wanted to go see Robin Hood. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't even... Russell Crowe maybe was Robin Hood in this movie? I don't remember. They make a new Robin Hood like every seven years. So but yeah, knows? I went to go see Robin Hood... Uh, instead, and I was really upset that I didn't get to see Iron Man 2 at that moment. But so Iron Man 2 is 19 for you? Is it's that? number 19, number 19. for me. Yes, okay. I don't have lots to say about it, honestly. You so, Do you remember much about it? Um, Quiz. Whiplash. Whiplash was in it. Yeah. There was one scene in the park with the Iron Man suit that was really cool. Oh, at the end, I think. He, like, shot a lot of projectiles him out. him and Rhodey? Uh, yeah. Yeah, th- yeah, it was in the park when they were fighting Whiplash yeah. then, but that's... All I really remember about that movie, nothing too redeeming for it either. Okay. Well, I'm going to do a two-for-one here because number 17 was Iron Man 2 for me, so that's one okay. ahead from where we're at so right we're, now. We're close on that. So I'm agreeing with you on that. Ant-Man was number 18 for me. Really? I, I don't know what – I guess I just can't get over the corniness side of things. That movie did have some redeeming qualities. It was kind of tough at this point for me in the list, like – Ant-Man, I just couldn't, I, I, when I watched it and I walked out of the theater, I did not enjoy it in the end. It had some redeeming qualities once again, but I just couldn't, I couldn't get on board with it. I don't know what it was. Do you remember when we saw this movie? Do you remember when and where it was? We saw this movie together? Yes, it was, it actually came out the day before I got married. We really? Saw it, we saw it in Dothan together, yeah. Oh, I don't remember we this went to, We went to Buffalo Wild Wings and then we went to go see Ant-Man the day before my rehearsal. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, you probably don't, I remember that just because you know. And I was there. Yeah, you were there. Okay, well, you came in early for it. So. See how much I remember about um, it. So yeah, I I love Paul Rudd as Ant Man. I mean, uh, I kind of wish they went more Hank Pym as Ant Man instead of Scott Lang, but mm-hmm. it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, Ant Man is definitely not that low for me. So coming in at my number eighteen is Thor, which we already exhausted talking mm-hmm. about it a little yeah, bit. Poor Thor. Um, and then that. I'll go ahead and jump to my number seventeen. Yep. Iron Man three. Um, once again. What they did with, um, what, what's the villain's name? The big villain's name? Iron Man three. Yes, uh, Mandarin. The Mandarin. What they did with yeah. the Mandarin, like making him just like this, like person they put in can- in front of the camera, and mm-hmm. he's not really the main villain. I know a lot of people were up in arms about it, not loving that. And once again, I just didn't fall in love with the Iron Man three story. Yeah. Nothing too captivating for me personally, right there. I get that. I get that. Um, so. That was which one number for you? That was number 17 for 17. me. 17. All right. Well, I'll move on. And I feel some hate coming on for this pick already, probably just from you. Number 16 for me, Avengers Age of Ultron. Man, that's – I didn't absolutely love Ultron, but, man, that's low. <laughs> that is low. And it, like I said, at this point, it, it changed from the category of I really don't like these movies to these were all pretty good, okay, but I just – it was it – was the 
Oh, they get so this, all is, the, this is the turning point for you. This is a turning point. Between Iron Man 2 and Avengers Age of Ultron is yeah, bad I, anything Iron Man good. 2 and, and later, it was like, eh, no. Nah. But Avengers Age of Ultron is when, like, I actually walked out of Old Age of Ultron and I liked it. I did. But something about it just didn't, didn't click. And what I watched it again. It? I don't know. I watched it again a couple weeks ago, actually. Yeah. Just to see, once again, what it was. And it has all the characters and they all have decent little chemistry. I don't know. It, it, because you knew they were going to extend the universe. It felt like everything was going to collapse. You just kind of knew it wasn't. It isn't like you're building up to Infinity War, but it's still an ensemble, and it isn't the first Avengers. It just it wasn't great for me. And in the run of movies that I'll have next, you'll, you'll, I'll hopefully explain it better, but it just didn't just I didn't agree with the fact me. that it didn't really fit the whole Infinity timeline very well. I mean, it brought Vision in, which is an incredibly important piece in that, but... Besides that, it was just them trying to do Ultron, um, yeah. which I'll, we'll get to that a little bit later whenever I get to my Age of Ultron ranking. Um, spoiler, it's top 10. <laughs> so oh, it's wow. very different from Okay, you. wow. Um, so my number 16 is actually uh, Captain America, the first Avenger. Oh, that hurts. I know. It's, that hurts. And I think th- this is probably the same thing for me. Number 16 is where the movies start to get, like, mm-hmm. good. Yeah. They're, they're really they're good movies as a whole. And this was just, it's still the beginning of the MCU. They're starting to, still trying to figure out what exactly they want to be. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a very iconic movie. I mean, Steve Rogers, him coming and getting that superhero soldier. Um, superhero serum, soldier super serum. Soldier serum injected in. Patent pending. I mean, it's huge in that aspect. But um, once again, nothing just too big for me in that movie. Um, yeah. It didn't do it for me too well. Red Skull was a pretty good villain. Um, really cool to see him back in Infinity War, but... Mm-hmm. 16 that's it for me mm, nothing okay. much to say about it right. well he definitely wasn't 16 for me you'll see well i already said my 16 anyway 15 for me iron man 3 not much of a spoiler yeah, there. I but i did think yeah. it was better than like i had to look at this list and i thought i think iron man 3 was better than infinity war or not infinity war <laughs> lord forgive me uh, i think iron man 3 was that better was than age of ultron oh my uh, god i'm so sorry that hurt that like made my heart stop for a second i guess i just enjoyed though Iron Man 3 more than Age of Ultron, just because it was a different story with Tony Stark and because he is such a important character and it had him as like the stripped down version, which they seem to be doing with these, you know, with the third movies in these trilogies, yeah. Thor Ragnarok. Like they really strip it down and kind of get back to the basics of it. Yeah. I, I did enjoy that side of the story. Um, I don't know. It, it just, it was more, it was more enjoyable, but it did have those faults we already discussed. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and then number 15 for me is Ant-Man. So not much lower than yours, not at yeah. the very bottom, but yeah, I mean, good enough movie for Ant-Man. Um, Yellow Jacket was a decent villain, nothing really yeah. big, nothing memorable with him, but yeah, it brings in the quantum realm in some very small instances. We get to talk about it way more in Ant-Man and the Wasp, mm-hmm. but it brings that in and it just brings Ant-Man in, who is a important uh, piece of the Avengers as a whole. So, yeah, yeah that's well, 15. on the Ant-Man vein, again, I think the reason why, and I don't want to go back to it, but the reason why I really didn't like it, so the villain guy, well, I don't even know the dude's name. Yellow Jacket. Well, Yellow Jacket with the actor's name. I have no clue. Yeah. I was watching, um, I almost said Game of Thrones, um, I was watching House of Cards at the time, and he's a character on there. don't want to spoil too much about that. You probably won't ever watch it. But nope. it was like, that was confusing, and then, uh, what's her name? Van, uh, Lily. Benjamin Lily. Yes. I just, I don't know. I don't like her in many roles. She's, mm. yeah. so that was part of the reason. Which Ant-Man. leads to your next point, number 14. Number 14 on my list was Ant-Man and the Wasp. With Evangeline Lily as the Wasp. Well, yeah. Anyway, I just thought this movie was just a little bit better. I don't know. It wasn't as memorable for me, but it just seemed like a better all-around film. It tied into everything more. Once again, it played its part in the bigger universe. Um, of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And I, I don't know. I just liked it a little bit better. Once again, it's in that middle yeah. range of movies. I definitely enjoyed Ant-Man and the Wasp more. I think the, the comedy hit a little bit harder. Mm-hmm. We got more of Hank Pym. It was kind of a Hank Pym origin story just a little bit. I mean, we got to know more about him and his wife, which was kind of cool in that. Um, mm-hmm. And kind of um, weird it happened in the second movie. And yeah, the first, it was very but, interesting yeah. in that. But yes, it brings the quantum realm in, and I just enjoyed it more as a whole. And I actually have seen it more recently. I watched it on a plane two weeks ago, so... It's really fresh in my mind. Mm, okay. So my 14, uh, moving on from Ant-Man, for me, is actually Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Oh, yeah. I don't think it's a bad movie by any means. It has the the characters we love through the Guardians of the Galaxy, but I think the ego storyline just begins to fall flat towards the end. I don't... Chris Pratt and Star-Lord becomes 
too serious to me mm. because that's not who he is. They try to make him just a little bit more edgy, I guess, in this. I don't know. Um, just didn't love it as a whole. I still love Baby Groot. That was, I mean, one of the thoughts <laughs> in the movie for sure. Yeah. But, yeah, it's, it's going to rank um, around 14 for me, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Yeah, I feel that. It's 13 on mine. So, so it's coming right up. Yeah, I felt the same way. Um, love Chris Pratt. Love the character. And I, I don't know. I don't mind the seriousness of it because if you go back to Guardians 1, like that movie started off real serious with his mom dying and true, all true. that. And I thought it played really, really well into it. But I get what you're saying. It was at a point in the movie you're watching, even for the first time, you're like, okay, where are we getting to here? What's what's happening? Yeah. Yeah. Moving on. Um, moving on next is the most recent movie that was released in the MCU is Captain Marvel. Mm. Once again, very well done movie. Um, we're going to talk about it in just a little bit in some of our news coming up. Um, but I, I liked it because it wasn't just a Carol Danvers backstory, but it was kind of a Nick Fury origin story as well. Oh, yeah. Which I really loved. It was cool to see young Samuel L. Um, in there just doing his thing. Before he knew a lot, you, you could tell he was... Um, very new to S.H.I.E.L.D. He was uh, way less cynical about the world in and of itself. So I enjoyed that. I, but I, I really do hate how he got his eyes done, though, with the cat, with Goose, mm. scratching his eye. That Anticlimactic. That bugs yeah. me. But number 12 for me is Captain America, First Avenger. This is where we're, I think we're going to start to differ a yes. whole lot more. I looked at our list, and they're, yeah. they're a little different right here. Yeah, so... First Avenger, Captain America. I don't know. This one really hit home for me. I'm a sucker for anything World War II. Obviously, this is not historical in any way. It, it isn't? No. <laughs> is, was Hitler even... Was he in Captain America? Like, was he the leader of... Hydra in the I mean, comics I guess and stuff? I, I don't know. I think it just played off of that. I, will, I, don't, I don't... I really don't know. I hadn't read the 1940s comics of the or whatever. But anyway... I don't know. I just enjoyed this movie much more. I always like Captain America. You'll see later on the list. I've definitely put the other Captain America movies higher up on the list because he's just a great character. Um, the first movie definitely has its faults. But once again, for me, walking out of that movie theater, I just felt like that was a good story. It had a good ending to it, and it set up something else. It left you kind of wanting a little bit more. You wanted to know more about Cap. You wanted to see what happened um, just to everything. Because it ends with him waking up in the year two thousand and. 10 or whenever it came out like yeah it was really cool in that front because we're like oh crap yeah what is next yeah i really enjoyed that that aspect of it yeah and then number 12 for me uh ant-man and the wasp i think we exhausted talking about that but yeah uh good movie um and i think number 11 for me is whenever the movies are going to become great i don't know about you i mean yeah it i think captain america first avenger kind of starts that for me okay like because I, I really really enjoyed that one yeah so my 11 we've already talked about it Captain Marvel. Yeah. I just enjoyed the film yeah. once again. Uh, walked out, really enjoyed it. Thought it was a good setup once again for Infinity War. So maybe there is a theme with and, me. I mean, here. It, it was cool to see the first standalone female superhero movie in the MCU. And I mean, yeah. I think Brie Larson long did a overdue. Good, <laughs> yes, I think Brie Larson did a good enough job. I mean, she got some hate for the movie, some of the things she said about you know the Oscars and all these kinds of things. But just looking at just putting that all beside, it's a good movie. Yeah, yeah, Just completely agree. Easy enough. And once again, like she's going to grow into the role. Like, give the girl a break. Absolutely. Didn't they shoot that after they shot uh, Endgame? I don't. Nec- I don't really remember. I think they did. I was reading about it the other day. Fact checkers, check us. Yeah, check us on that. <laughs> uh, send us a tweet um, at TB Grant. Um, but this is when we're going to really number eleven for me is going to really throw you off. <laughs> oh, gosh, I, I, I feel like I already know what it is. But go ahead. The number eleven is Iron Man. Oh, I was not ready for that. No, wasn't ready for that. You can walk out of this room. Get and out of here. It may just be. Because you ever watch the movie? Like, <laughs> do you care about Marvel? It may Marvel? just be because I haven't seen it recently. It's been a long Ugh. time since I've seen Iron Man. Yeah. And as I, I looked at your list, I was like, "Crap! I need to actually put Iron Man higher because I think it had it at like 13." I don't. Want, I don't want to change your mind. I don't want to change your list just because of the way me, that mine is. You know, start to remember the movie and like Tony Stark escaping. Yeah. Um, from that prison and, and making the Mark One, so it it really was cool. And then Obadiah being the, yeah. the bad guy at the end, it, it was a good movie. Like, now, thinking back on it, when is the last time you've watched it completely? Full through, it's probably been seven, eight years. Yeah, because I'm telling you, it holds up in my humble opinion. It really, because I watched it, I've been trying to watch a few of them back through ones that are, I think are really important. Iron Man is, of course, on there. 
I'll get to it when I talk about it, yeah, but you, it was just... It's higher yeah, up for you. For, it is definitely really higher up. It. I'll just woof, leave um, it at that. So we're getting to... Our top 10. Our top 10. Yeah. It's going to be getting good in here. These are whenever the movies are just... that are good. This is MCU gold. And I'm just going to go ahead and call it... I don't. I haven't even looked at your top 10, okay. honestly, but I'm betting we only have maybe two in common. Okay. Hit it. On, on like the exact numbers. Yeah, on the numbers. Yeah. All right. Number 10, for me, Spider-Man Homecoming. Okay, yeah. Now, to be completely honest... If I'd only watched Spider-Man Homecoming once, it would have been in the 15s for me. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just didn't. I don't know. Like I said, I always put a lot of weight into when I walk out of the movie theater, what am I feeling? What does it look like? What does it feel like? And when I walked out of that movie theater, I was like, meh. Like, it was okay. Like, it was fine. It was cute. Ha, ha, ha. Little teenagers and stuff. But then I watched it again, and I'm like, okay, there's a little bit more here. They tried some stuff with the villain. And then as I watched it the third time, because you've got to watch all movies at least three times to really get anything out of them, I did start to enjoy it. Um, and I think it definitely deserves a 10 spot for me. It's above Captain Marvel, above First Avenger for me. Um, and like you said, this is really starting to get good. And Spider-Man Homecoming just has its has its pieces. I think they're really good. And I enjoyed it because it wasn't an origin story for Spider-Man. We've seen the origin story of Spider-Man so many times. I mean, twice. But yeah. But you, you, we still know Uncle Ben. We know what's going to happen with him. We know the spider. It was good just to jump in to who Peter Parker was and to see that. And to see the relationship he had with Tony Stark. I enjoyed that mentorship that they had. Yeah. So my number 10 um, is actually Doctor Strange. Ooh, yeah. um, another movie that um, was way different than anything we'd seen in the MCU. Because it was very, you know, mystical and like very just different from what we'd seen. Like, him going and being a doctor and then becoming Doctor Strange through all of these different crazy things, like, it was just different. But I really did enjoy it. I mean, I love Benedict Cumberbatch. He's an excellent actor in everything he does. He's going to make it golden. Um, but, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. It's not top five for me, but I think it is definitely a top ten movie for me. So that was number ten? Number ten. But my number nine, which was your number 17, 16, Asian <laughs> Voltron. Like, yes, it's not the best. Okay, maybe mine should have been higher. (laughs) It's a good movie. Like, it's enjoyable. It's a a popcorn movie for sure. And there's some interesting things. I mean, you know, seeing Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver as non-mutants and seeing them just as um, being used by the Infinity Stones to get their powers. That was, you know, different. And seeing Ultron was not exactly what I pictured from the comics. Um, Man, it's a good movie. I enjoyed it. It was fun. Was that James Spader? James Spader was also yeah, terrifying. I, okay, I, I take remember, that back. It's not seventeen. It I remember seeing 16. some of the trailers and like the the arrow strings on me, like him doing the cre- It had me hyped. I remember the hype. The hype was more than the movie it lived up for me. Yeah, but I enjoyed it. Yeah, and I think that's maybe that's where my ranking came right now. It just didn't hit the hype. Uh, okay, so that was number nine. Yes, number eight for me. Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. And this is where I have no problems like saying eight through three almost tied. Yeah, <laughs> like it's for really number three. It's hard to get these in the same place. Because Guardians of the Galaxy was so much fun, was so different when it came out. I mean, everybody talks about the soundtrack. That was like, what was it? The first movie soundtrack to be number one on the Billboard charts. Yeah. Something like that. It was insane. And it was all non original songs. Yeah. Like, it was just, it was great. Perfect work. Like I said, it had that serious bit at the beginning, had its fun moments, tied in the Infinity Stones. Like, it was, oh, it was so good. And I think the best part about Guardians of the Galaxy is nobody knew anything about the Guardians before the movie came out. Well, nobody in our realm of normal consumers. People who love comic books, dude. But, like, people like me and you, like, we love the MCU, but I didn't know anything about them. No, I think for, like, when I saw the first trailer, I was like, okay, I'm going to read some stuff. And I read, like, okay. a, you know, a little sampler or whatever they have. And, yeah. But I didn't know much going in. Learned a lot. It was cool. Learned a lot. It was a great movie. Mine's much higher on the list for me. Oh, I'll get there in just a little bit. But my number eight is Spider-Man. I thought Michael Keaton was a wonderful villain. Because uh, there's so many times in the MCU where the world's at stake and the villain's trying to destroy the world or do something like that. But Michael Keaton was just a guy breaking bad. Like, he was just trying to provide for his family, do a few different things here and there um, as the Vulture, and I thought he did very good. Yeah. The Vulture's usually been a kind of corny character for me in the actual comics, because I've actually read some Spider-Man comics. But I think they did very well with him. And um, I love Tom Holland as Spidey. I yeah. mean, he's, he's excellent. Agreed. Agreed on all points. 
Moving on to number seven, and as I've said already, I have a soft spot for Captain America, okay? Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Um, so good. It like, is. If you were to just watch the Captain America trilogy, and i got to be careful what I say here, I think that is the best trilogy so far I in agree. the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Even better than the Avengers trilogy? Well, that hasn't been completed. It has four with movies. With Infinity War. Is it like a part one, part two? Like, do you consider Hunger Games a trilogy, or is that four movies? Like, but this isn't a part two anymore. Originally, when they came out with it, it was oh, Infinity yeah. War part one, part two. But then they broke it up into two completely separate movies with Infinity War and Endgame. It's really just a five and a half hour movie, though. But yes, standalone characters, Captain America, the trilogy, mm-hmm. excellent. Yeah, Winter Soldier was just great from the very beginning of that movie great spy thriller movie yeah yeah Yeah. really really good um nice little twist and everything at the end just enjoyed it all the way around i will give this one knock on it i don't think it was the best shot marvel movie i don't really remember the cinematography in it necessarily i watched it a couple weeks ago and it was just like well there's a whole other topic of the way they shoot marvel movies and they're very dead in color a lot of times i don't know um that is my one knock on it, though. It wasn't the, the prettiest. But yeah, it's a great movie. I'll, I'll get to mine in just a minute with that. But my number seven was Black Panther, which that one was hard mm-hmm. to write for me because, man, it is such a good movie. It's kind of surprising. Really? You think thought it would be a Yeah, lot? yeah, yeah. No, um, we'll get into it. I just found the other ones on this list better, really. Mm-hmm. But, man, I loved it. I loved the culture behind it. Um, just seeing like, the African culture come out through Wakanda, through um, just the wardrobing on it, just, man, everything. It was a great movie. Um, and then even Michael B. Jordan, no, not my, did Michael B. Jordan play? Yeah. Yeah. Michael B. Jordan playing, um, Killmonger. Excellent. Anything he's in. Or- Which you kind of understand where he's coming from. He loves his people and that's what he wants to do is to keep them safe and keep them safe from the world and all that kind of stuff. You understand his, his thoughts behind being a villain in this. Yeah. Um, great movie. And yeah. So have you ever seen Fruitvale Station? No. It's like. Not independent, but it is definitely a lower budget movie. It had Michael B. Jordan in it. It is from I gotta say '07 or something like that. Oh my gosh, dude! First off, his acting in it is fantastic. I don't want to tell you too much about it. It is a true story about a guy in San Francisco. No, clue. maybe. Anyway, when you look it up, just look it up. Watch it. Like any of you who are listening, please watch Fruitvale Station. Michael B. Jordan. It is fantastic. But you know who Michael B. Jordan is great as? The Human Torch. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Did you ever see that Fantastic Four I movie? I didn't. I honestly hadn't even I watched it. I saw it on opening night. Oh, that's sad. I was very disappointed. There was a little bit of hype around it, but then they were also releasing stuff like, yeah, director trashes hotel and hasn't shown up to, yeah. you know, the set in two weeks, and they're it just a making a movie without a script. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. Uh, where are we at now? Uh, number six for you. Oh, number six. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Thor Ragnarok. This finally Thor got some redemption. Yes. And, oh. Yeah, it's hard to say it made up for the rest of his trilogy, but that movie, oh, it's so good. Sarah and I watched it the other day, and once again, they went a little bit out there on the whim with the color scheme and, like, the cinematography of it. Like, it's brighter. It's almost neon. It's very Guardians of the Galaxy-esque. Guardians of the Galaxy-esque. In a lot of ways, you know, it has kind of that dirty feel, the soundtrack, everything. They took some good cues. I don't think they're trying to apply that formula to every Marvel movie, but it was just the fact that Thor is on this random world, right? This is kind of what space is. They somehow get 80s music in space, but, you know, and they have these weird colors. But, no, Thor Ragnarok as a whole, great movie. Also love that the Hulk is in that, right? Yeah. Like, he gets a lot of good screen time. Finally. And it's, yes. yes. It's nice to have that. Yes. And it's probably good to have that instead of just a standalone Thor or a Hulk movie. And it's actually one of the only MCU movies I own on Blu-ray. So, fun little fact in there. Um, so, my number six, um, you're going to dispute me on this one. Is I already know what it is. Civil War. Yeah, I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. Which, it's not a bad movie. It's number six, which is, it sounds low, but, yeah. dude, it, it's great. It really is a great movie. And I don't know exactly what my knock is and why it's low compared to some of these other ones, but it's good. It's a good movie. And there was one, the moment whenever, because this is Spider-Man's debut. Oh, yeah. If you, if you remember, this is Spider-Man's that. debut. I know a lot of people yeah. forget about that. But whenever Spidey is swinging around Ant-Man as Giant Man and saying something about Empire Strikes Back, saying, like, remember the old movie where this happened? 
And I was just like, dude, this is Spider-Man making a joke about Star Wars. I am in, so in love with this movie In a right Disney-owned Marvel movie. It was so <laughs> wonderful. It was just a great moment. And yeah, it's a great movie. Copyrights I mean, are great. Yeah. Um, we'll, get, we'll get to that more a little bit when we get to yours. Number six. Yeah. yeah number six. Okay. So, okay. here we go. Top five. We're in the top five this now. This is it. This is the top elite five. category of MCU movies. And ours are a little different still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And once again... Look, if you ask anybody who's watched the majority of Marvel movies to give a top five, almost all of the at least five, four, and three are going to look different. Yeah. You know? Okay, so five for me is Black Panther. Yeah. And I thought it was an important movie on top of being an absolutely wonderful movie. Like, it is one of those movies, if you could take out the Marvel superhero side of things, it could be a fantastic standalone film by itself that I would pay to go watch. I mean, you see it with, you know, it being nominated for Best Picture and Oscars. It won a few Oscars for yeah. just simply what it did. Yeah. That's huge for an MCU movie. I yeah. Mean, that, that's a huge leap of what yeah. it did culturally. And Kendrick Lamar on the soundtrack. True. Got to have a shout out there. Also, Chadwick Boseman is from South Carolina. Um, he is from the county beside where I grew up, so... Maybe that had an influence on why it was number five on the list, but but he was excellent as a child. He was I mean, excellent. So good. It was just I loved everything about that movie, and it was tough to not even put it higher. Honestly, yeah. So my top five starts with Thor Ragnarok. Mm, yeah, we we already exhausted what it meant for um, just Thor as a character, but it was just it's a fun movie. Mm-hmm. It's good, and I mean Thor needed that too. He really did. <laughs> and then it, it stinks because you know. They get off of Asgard and they're like, "Oh, we're Asgard is the people," and then and the credit scene Thanos shows up and Infinity War first scene. Yeah. They're all decimated. You yeah. hate it for them, or are they? Yes. Do do do. All right, moving on. Number four, maybe a surprise pick too. I don't it know. Is. It, okay, it is. Yeah. <laughs> Number four for me is the Avengers. That's low. You're staring at me. That's I feel low. it. That's low I for me. feel it. There's only three more spots. That's still low. Uh, okay. Yeah. So I have some of the same problems with this as I did with um, Avengers Age of Ultron. But the fact that this was the first movie kind of of its kind and it brought everything together and it did it really, really well. And it was just, it was solid all the way around. And it's number four, but I could have put it lower. <laughs> <laughs> I know you hate me right now, but I don't know. It just it, it wasn't absolutely perfect. And when you get to this point in the list, you got to be pretty darn good. Oh, something about it. Yeah, whatever. Um, have you have you rewatched it recently? Yeah. The last time I, I was a year ago. It was yeah. right before Infinity War came out. But yeah. Okay. It's, it's a timeless movie. Okay. Today. Yeah. Number four for me, Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. Talked about it. Great movie. Chris Pratt's excellent. They're all excellent. But that's still four spots off for us, you know? Like that's yeah, it's but still, that's how tight this list is. It is, and that's how hard it is to make this list, honestly. Yeah, true. I had um, a tough time. So uh top three. Getting nervous, getting nervous. Yeah. Um, so getting nervous. Number three for me is Iron Man. What did I have it as eleven? You had it as like twenty second. There's only twenty one. I know. Yeah. Um Iron Man. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. And I will say the same thing I said about Black Panther. Standalone movie about some guy who built some awesome suit. Like, that movie could last without being Marvel-affiliated. And it pretty much did. Because it was the first movie of its kind. True. In that way, so important. Love everything about it. And I could rewatch that one again and again. Great movie. Yeah. Good enough movie. What's your number three? My number three is actually The Winter Soldier. You had it a little bit lower for me. I forgot all about it. That it wasn't on your list yet, really. I don't know why I have it so high. The Winter Soldier was above Civil War for you? It really was. I and think I, you messed up. I think I you messed something up. Yeah. I don't know why, but I really just loved Winter Soldier when it first came out. I haven't seen it very recently, but I really enjoyed it. I love the relationship with Cap and Bucky and just the tension in it. it just very, very well done spy thriller movie to me. Yeah. Okay. But let's get to it, number two. All right, so I'm curious. Do you remember, you probably don't. Do you remember all mine? Do you know what's left? Yes, because I'm looking at your list right now. Oh, well, that's not fair. You're cheating. I haven't looked at yours. 
Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know. I tried to keep my I'm eyes away from it. So, number two for me. Oh, and I just love this movie, Captain America Civil War. This is Avengers 2.5. It really is. Okay? You'd forget it's a Captain America movie. I know, but that movie is so good. Oh, it is so good. The first time I watched it, about halfway through, I remember being in the theater and be like, genuinely thinking, how are they going to bring this together? How is this going to pan out? Like, with the villain in there, I don't even remember the guy's name right now. Baron Mondino. Yes, thank you. Like, when he was in there, I'm like, what is he doing? Why did he kill this random person? Like, da, da, da. it didn't make sense. And it had me thinking. Like, a good movie, like, you watch a Chris Nolan movie, and you're sitting there in the middle of the movie, and you're thinking, how is this going to happen? Right? Mm-hmm. You're really curious. And the way they tied it together had the big fight at the end. I mean, like, it was iconic. It was beautiful in um, just the cinematography sense. The story was great. The fight at the end was great. And it had a lot of morals behind it, too. Yeah. You know, and it had two good ideologies that were truly fighting against one another, not even just for what is good over evil, but for what is better than just good. And you're passionate about this one, aren't you? I am. I think it is such an important movie and in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and it even sells ramifications to now, to Infinity War. Like, yeah. who knows? We could revisit that in, in Endgame. Yeah. Which, my number two... Um, I actually, you're going to be surprised with me. I debated between number two and number one. I really did. I, find that hard. I don't, I'm trying to remember now which movie you haven't. Do you know what my number two is? No, because I haven't looked. It's the Avengers. Oh, okay. I haven't said the Avengers yet. It was, this is the movie that made me love the MCU. I, before that, I, I liked Iron Man. I liked Captain America. I was like, okay, cool. But I wasn't sold. The Avengers won me over. It was such an iconic movie for what was to come. I saw this movie two times within 24 hours. The first time I've ever done that in the theater. It was just such a big movie for me. I love everything about it. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's number two. I wanted to put it at number one. But, <laughs> but you can't. No, you Because can't. this is the only one that matches up for us. <laughs> is it the only the one? The only one that does ma- We've had it really close, <laughs> one and all. But number one is... Avengers Infinity War. It can't not be. No, it, it can't not be. And not even the fact, like, I, I thought about this and I thought, oh, maybe I'm putting Captain Marvel too high because it came out so recently and it's so fresh in my mind. Maybe I'm doing the same with Infinity War. Nah, that movie's just good. It's so good as far as, like, it's one of those movies where it gives you a lot of expectation going in and it actually fulfills all that expectation and more leaves you wanting more. You walk out of the movie theater, you're talking with your friends, you're talking with whoever, and you're like, what are they going to do next? Like, how does this work? Did you see that character? Did you see that little piece? Like, had everything it's so in wonderful. it. And it's and it's not just an Avengers film, but it's a Thanos story. Oh, yeah. That's what's cool about it. Is they like, I mean, they've come out and said that it was a Thanos story. That's what they did is they followed him. Um and it can't not be number one. And that's what's got us here so far. Agreed. And in just a few weeks, our rankings are going to change. And I really hope my number one changes. Yeah. My number one changes, too. I'm like, hoping that Endgame's going to be one of my top five movies of all time. Oh, we've got to do a top five movies of all time. That'd we need hard. to save that one, though, because I've got to pray about that for a couple weeks. That's going to be hard. Yeah. Um, that's spiritual. But, yeah, really quick before we move on to our next topic, um, we're looking at Rotten Tomatoes and where these movies are ranked. The number one ranked movie on Rotten Tomatoes was Black Panther at 96%, Certified Fresh. Iron Man was at second, 94%. Yeah, and that means you're wrong. Uh, number three was uh, Avengers, Spider-Man Homecoming, and Thor Ragnarok at 92%. And then I want to say something interesting. Number seven was Avengers Infinity War at 86% Certified Fresh. What? Yes. Really? Isn't that crazy? Hold on, hold on. Many critics agree that director blah, 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 blah. That doesn't make sense. Yeah. Well, I guess it does make sense. So people may have just been critical because people don't see them in this list that we're doing, right? This this is just your Rotten Tomatoes. They're looking at it just in a vacuum. Yeah, maybe. yeah, yeah. But if you look at it as a movie as a whole, it's... Like, that means that these critics and people walked out of Ant-Man and the Wasp and said, hmm, that was 87% good. And then they walked out of Avengers Infinity War and they're like, hmm, 86% good. No, I just don't buy it. I don't buy it either. Yeah. So yes, that is the definitive ranking of all Marvel movies. 
Definitely the best ranking. Mine's better than yours. Because That's it's not, not true. I, I would love to actually compare this um, this uh, Rotten Tomatoes list with our list. It'd be very how. interesting to do. We don't have time for that because no, we've we been don't. talking about this for a long time. Long time. With that being said, there's been some stuff in the news this week. Not too much, but there has been enough that I want to talk about. Um, first, staying on the whole MCU train, Captain Marvel, not Captain America. Captain, Captain Marvel. Marvel hit $1 billion this past week. That's crazy. It is crazy. For a just, February release or yeah. March release. I think it came out early March. Ooh, I don't even know. I'm not 100% sure on that one. But it is the seventh uh, picture in the Marvel Cinematic Universe to reach this milestone and the 18th Disney movie to gross over $1 billion. The 18th? <clears throat> Isn't that crazy? That is. <laughs> Disney has so much money. It's unreal. But yes. Big news for Captain Marvel with that uh, this week, um, with one billion dollars being grossed. That's that's awesome though. Just like <coughs> that is good to know. Oh, here's a random trivia question. Don't look at it if you have it in front of you. What would you guess is the budget for all twenty-one films combined? Just just take a shot in the dark. That's that's a tough one. Just I know, just like some of the Avengers films for like two hundred fifty million dollars pop. Yeah. So I'm gonna say for all twenty-one movies. Four point five billion. That is so close. What is it? It's estimated three point nine to four point two billion dollars, which is a staggering amount of money. Now, guess the box office for all twenty one films so far, and I don't know how current this is. Okay. Um. Oh my gosh. Let's say getting this from twenty three billion dollars. No, 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 no. That's way too high. There's twenty one movies. Oh, it may. You're looking at me like it may be right. I'm just gonna keep my mouth shut. I'm gonna say 19.5 billion. Holy crap! You are so close. It is 18.5 billion dollars. You were. (laughs) Did you look at this? I swear. I don't. You can look at my computer. I have just our. You are actually really good at that. That is impressive. Okay, moving on. That's so much money. That is so much money. They own the world. That is unreal. That's a profit of what? 14 billion dollars. Yeah. That's yeah. Disney's going to take over the world. You just wait. Also this week, we had two big trailers drop. We had an Avengers Endgame trailer drop uh, promoting new ticket sales coming out. So we got to buy our ticket for Endgame. Make oh, sure you we haven't done that. that yet. We haven't done it yet. Oh. We have to do it like tonight. Yeah, we need to do that quick. Um, so uh, do you want to talk about the trailer a lot? I don't, we don't have a lot of time really to break it down. Um, I think the biggest thing in this trailer for me is that Tony makes it back. Yeah. No problem. Yeah, well, once again, there's there's this thing like we talked about last week. It's like, Ooh, what's happening? Or is this real? Is this not? They said they shot fake footage for the trailers. You know, whatever. I don't care. I'm so hyped for it. Like, just show me all the fake footage while you're at it if yeah. there is some. But, yeah, it looks like Tony makes it back. He and Nebula make it back. Everybody's teamed up. They show him in the jet. And then it shows Thanos for the first time in any of these in-game trailers. Yeah. Um, which is, I don't know, that's... That's cool. I guess Big he deal. didn't just randomly die when yeah. Thor put an axe through his chest. How does that? How does that work? Yeah, I'm, I'm ready to see how they're going to answer that because he has the he has Stormbreaker in his chest. He snaps his fingers, everything happens. The dust happens, and then he's seen sitting on his planet on Titan, all fine. Well, and then he has the Infinity Stones, but the gauntlet looked like it. Was, but the gauntlet's destroyed. So like, it kind of is destroyed, but it was still like in one it was piece. Still in one piece, but it was like crumpled and like. I'm interested to see what happens with that. Yeah, so yeah. Lots of questions there. A different day. So, yes, a big hype around that trailer. But then another trailer that I wasn't prepared for this week, switching uh, switching uh, lanes, going to the DC. Yeah. Not the DCEU, but just DC. Is it not the DCEU? No, Jared Leto was the Joker in DCEU. This is so confusing. Already. I know. That's that's yeah. my that's my one thing about this. But, yes, um, there was a Joker um, trailer released. Um this past week, just yeah. yesterday, actually. What do you think about it? Once again, I go back to like, what did I feel like in the first viewing? And I'm, maybe I'm putting too much emphasis on feelings, but I was just kind of meh. Um, I, I liked parts of it. Like it was, it seemed like it's going to be more down to earth than a Suicide Squad Jared Leto kind of thing. It was a very over, like exaggerated. I, I think so. Jared Leto was. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that that's just a certain style of it. But this one seemed more down-to-earth, a little bit more, I guess, realistic. And I hate to say it, but a little bit more Dark Knight-ish. Yeah, very much so. Um, just color schemes, everything yeah. in that. And 
I don't know. I, I hope it's good, but everybody's going to have that in the back of their mind. Like, oh, well, Heath Ledger's Joker was probably better. Oh, the first time I watched it, I was really conflicted just because it's going to be really confusing. It's kind of like Venom being released alongside the MCU with Sony. But then this, but it's not a part of the MCU, right? Yeah. And then here's Joker coming out. What the heck? How's it gonna? It's not gonna really fit in with it. Um, but I think it's gonna be a good movie. I think Joaquin Phoenix is gonna do great when he yeah. has his little Joker laugh in there. Very well done. And one thing I do want to point out really quick, and then we'll move on. There is uh, at 23 seconds in the trailer, he has a little um, notebook out, and it says jokes at the top of it. And he says the worst part about having a mental illness is that people expect you to behave as if you don't. So I think it's going to dive into mental illness a little bit, which that's going to be interesting. It's going to be like, I think it's going to be kind of touchy, honestly. Yeah. If they get into that side of things, which um, I'm really interested to see how that's going to play out. I, I am too. I don't want to get into too much of it because I don't want to judge a film or what it, you know, the topics of it before. Because it's just a teaser. Because it's mean, just a there's teaser. There's no plot. Yeah. And, and, but. I don't know. It's a filmmaker. I would be careful jumping into mental illness and comparing it to a character like the Joker. Yeah. Like, yeah. Which understand all mental illness is mental. But anyway, that's just, it's 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 a little extreme and it's a fictional character. The one thing that bugged me was the text. When that, like I said, put on a happy face. If Mm. you look at the text, me and Cody actually made a short film back in college. <laughs> Stop right now. And the text <laughs> this isn't funny. looks really similar <laughs> to it. Really? it. They probably they probably watched our short film, you know, and took it from and it. then they took it from us. They're like, "Man, Sparrow, that movie that was a that was their inspiration. Yeah. It was probably mandatory watching for Joaquin Phoenix. I really hope so. Um, yeah. And then Cody, get this next story for us. Oh well, our next story is. Game of Thrones, Jimmy Fallon was meeting with Maisie, I think his her name, Williams, who plays Arya Stark in Game of Thrones. Um, and they released this thing on April 1st, of course, and it was just this little interview, Jimmy Fallon talking with her, and she supposedly released this massive season eight spoiler. That she dies in episode two. That she two, dies right? in episode two. Um, and I will say this, that the first time I watched it, and I think I watched it on the day after, so I was like, oh my gosh, like, did she really just do that? And about two seconds later, I was like, oh, this was released yesterday. Yeah, it was a really cool did little Did you joke. watch to the end of the video? Because they go behind the curtain, and then they come out, and they both say April Fool's. No, I didn't even watch that. Yeah. But I just knew it was released on April 1st. There's no way. Like, but HBO, she did it so well. She did. She was like she's, shaking. She's good, yeah. Like, I was very impressed with that. HBO would march into NBC. And like just shut them down. Hundred sure. percent. They would not let that be. They aired. would not. Well, I don't know. HBO is kind of slack these past few years. They've let Game of Thrones release like two weeks before sometimes on accident. It's been hacked and things like that. So, um, but with a spoiler that big. Yeah, and just saying it on a talk show. There's no way yeah. they let that happen. But yeah, it was a good little good little joke. I thought that was funny. And also, there was a Game of Thrones trailer that was released this past week as well. I think there was. They've been just dropping these little teasers here and there. Some of them. Uh, you know, show like I think this last teaser was really, really short, and it showed just shots of Winterfell and different pieces of, you know, of, of the characters of, of like uh, John Sword and just things like that. Um, it's just building the hype. People are really diving into them. Speculation, speculation, speculation. But I don't think there's much in it. I'm just excited to watch it, and this is going to be a packed season. Next couple of weeks. That from there because I have not seen Game of Thrones, which is. Um, bad for me doing a pop culture <laughs> podcast. We'll let him cover it whenever we get to it. And our last news story of the day is a really simple one, but there are select theaters in the U.S. and Canada that are doing a 60-hour binge-watching marathon of all 21 MCU films ahead of Avengers Endgame. Starting Tuesday, April 23rd, they'll be running all 22 movies. You want to take three days off? Let's do it, man. Let's do it. That'll be absolutely insane That'll if you actually awesome. make it through all of that. I would pop in for a movie. I don't know if you can do that, but just go one or two. Yeah, just yeah, and then come in for Endgame. Yeah, it'd be unreal. Be um, cool. So that's all the news we have for this week. But before we go, Cody, yeah, what's your binging? Uh, I don't remember if my answer was the same as last week, but uh, Game of Thrones once again. I've yeah. been trying my best to catch up. It just, oh, it's not good. I'm only in like season three now, and it's, how many seasons are there? Uh, there's seven right now, and they're releasing the eighth. And I'm, yeah, there's zero chance. I make that thing comes out like what this Sunday, next Sunday, something like that. So I'm not gonna make it. I think 
unless I just marathon this weekend or Which something. you won't be able to. Not a chance. Um, so I've been, uh, been doing that. I don't know, man. Not a lot of just – I've been really busy. We've been playing a lot of volleyball, so I need to start binging some volleyball, volleyball, you know, how to – how to documentaries, first off, yes, volleyball documentaries. If you have any good ones, send them our way, please. Yes, please. Really That's need exactly to watch what them. I want to do. And then just how to spike the ball properly. Mm. I'm a tall person. I can jump fairly high. You've seen me jump. I can jump, okay? But something about it, it's hard to make good purchase on the ball. Like a good contact on the ball is harder than it looks. you got to time it just right. Because the ball's coming down as you're coming up. It's harder than it looks. So, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to binge a few volleyball tutorial videos I'll this afternoon. I'll show you how it's done. Oh, please do. Yeah. yeah. All right, what are you binging, Tower? So, uh, I talked about it last week a little bit with the acts. I'm three episodes in, man. It's it's getting crazy. I definitely recommend watching it. Great show. Can't wait to get to the end of it. Um, and then, judge me for this one. Judging. Yeah. Judging and ready. Ready to judge. Last Friday, uh, when I was watching my son while my wife was at work, I was kind of scrolling through Netflix, and there was one on the flat earth. Oh crap! <laughs> so I went Gosh. and watched all hour and a half. You did not of the flat Earth documentary, and then catch, catch this on YouTube. Yeah, Logan Paul, controversial YouTuber, made an hour long documentary on the flat Earth on why the Earth is flat. But he's not actually a flat Earther. He infiltrated into the Flat Earth International Conference, went in, basically made a fool out of all the people, and then at the very end was like. It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard that the earth is flat. So, like, it was just a really controversial thing. Again, I don't believe the earth is flat. If you do, I'm really sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's You believe it because that's so absolutely wrong. ridiculous. <laughs> but it was something that I watched. And it's, just, it's so enthralling that these people believe this. And yeah. they're, I think it's just, it comes to the fact that they need a place to belong, mm-hmm. really. And, like, there's this community, huge community around it. And they just gravitate to it. And Power community, man. It's insane. It really shows the power of community with the flat earthers. I'll say this, though. I'm so far from a flat earther. It is an interesting thing they always bring up where they're like, do you just, you know, you just believe everything you're told? And it's like, okay, well, no, but there are reasons that the earth is not flat. Yes. There are better examples, though, is what I'm saying, of like, don't believe everything you're told. Just because you read it in the book as a kid doesn't mean it's necessarily true, especially when you read into history. And it's like, oh, well, that probably wasn't true. Besides the earth, it's round. But besides the earth being flat, like, pick a better one to, to die on the hill for, it's please. Definitely a globe. It is a globe, oval shaped ish, round ish, sphere ish. Is that a word? Yes. Not flat. Sphere ish. It's sphere ish. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I think your earth is fierce. <laughs> it's fierce. It's fierce. <laughs> your earth is fierce. <laughs> Gosh, well, I think that's all we have for uh, this week on the Culture Shock Podcast. If you like what you heard, um, give us a subscribe or a review on Apple Podcasts if we're up there by then. I really hope we are. Forever if not, check us out on TuneIn Radio, on Stitcher, or on Audio Boom. Um, anything else, Cody? Uh, apologies if you've made it this far and you made it through our bad audio-ish problems. It happens. It we happens. We had some bad audio happen in the middle of yeah. it. it. Happens when you're recording on Windows 98. Yeah, you know, know. it's tough. To we um, need to update. XP's yep. pretty good, I hear. That's all we have for you this week on the Culture Shock Podcast. We'll see you next week. Bye.